It's Friday night and welcome to the <laughs> after show. Hi, LB. <laughs> What's going on in Hi. your place? Is something exciting? Uh, well, I'm not okay. at my normal place. You're talking. You're at your mom's place. Yeah, I yeah. I was uh, no, say. I made we made a big journey. I'm uh, with the sweet grandma in New York. Well, she might swear it, uh, just because she's actually from Jersey. And she swears as well? She swears as well. Uh, that's that's not surprising I I at all, really. It's not. <laughs> I can buy it all very honestly, but she's so, much smarter and more refined and just nicer. You well, know, it can't possibly be so nicer nice. than you, Obi. It can't possibly be. Oh, Welcome sure. to the after show. It's good to have you here tonight. We have a really great show tonight. Thank you. Lots of fantastic, fun things to talk about. And also, Claude Taylor is here, which is like the equivalent of having royal family here. And it's, there is no one, no one bigger in our Twitter sphere than Claude Taylor. How are you, Claude? I'm well. How are you? I am uh, really well. I'm really thrilled you're here. True Fact Stated is the uh, Twitter handle, in case you're wondering. Uh, but everybody knows who Claude is. Uh, and I can't believe you've never been on the show. You've been such a big supporter of it. And I'm so sorry we haven't had you here until now, but we're correcting it tonight. Here we are. Here we are. You've got some great, interesting video of your backyard, which is coming up. So people should stick around for that, for sure. And, <laughs> and of course, Greg Oliari is here. How are you doing, Greg? I am good. We're conflicting with the Knicks game, honestly. So I'm recording it. I'm going to I'm DVRing it. As soon as this is over, I'm going to go back and watch it. Wait this is that. how important this is to me. Wow, that is really important. I mean, not that I. <laughs> Pivotal game three here. I know they're doing quite well, aren't they? Someone told me. I don't they're, I they're, think I saw they, they're, they're doing okay, the Knicks, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There oh, you yeah. go. Now, not doing so well today is the, uh, is the GOP. I mean, I guess today was a clarifying moment for everybody because if you thought that the GOP was going to ever be a bipartisan player or you thought that they might actually do any of the things that uh, Joe Biden might want them to do in any sort of negotiation, today was it to realize that this, they're, they're not going to be a party in favor of democracy. They're an autocratic party and they're going to commit crimes and try hide them as often as they can. Because really, when you stand in the way of something like the commission, an independent commission based on their rules, for on January 6th, you're asking for more could you possibly want? And they've basically given up democracy as a strategy or even as a goal for this party. And so we're left with a moment of clarity. Like what happens next? Do we just continue to indulge them or do we let them find their way into oblivion? But I know, Greg, you've got a lot of thoughts on this, uh, on this horrible day that Mitch brought upon us. I don't know. Is it horrible? I don't know that it's horrible. And I don't know that it's not predictable. This is, none of this is a surprise. This yeah. is who they are. This yeah. is who they've been for years now. And I think everybody's slowly waking up to the reality of it. And I have a list here of the people that voted uh, to, not to have this thing. There's, no, there's not very many surprises on this list if you go down. Okay. Tommy Tuberville of mm -hmm. Alabama. Oh, yeah, I remember Tommy. coach. Yeah. Obviously been hit in the head one too many times <laughs> by a linebacker. That dude was the guy that Trump was trying to call on January 6th. Shit oh, that's that, right. You know, yeah. he's, that guy is absolutely, I don't know what he did, but he's certainly somebody that we're going to want to hear from as a witness on a stand. So he clearly does not want this to happen. Okay. You've got uh, Tom Cotton, traitor. Oh, he's been a traitor for say. years. Yeah. No surprise there. Marco Rubio cock-blocked the Volume 5 of the Senate Intel report release. He's yeah. a fucking traitor. No, no surprise there. Rick Scott, the That's guy nice. is literally a fraudster. He's a Medicare fraudster. I don't know why he, 
anybody would yeah. want him in a position of power and think he's going to behave honorably. He's a complete fucking scumbag. It's really so the only career path for criminals. You know, they have to find their way trash. to GOP. <laughs> it's sort of I guess true. It's, you're joking, but it's true. Grassley has that horrible woman working on his staff who probably runs the entire office. Right. What's her name, LB? I can never remember her name. Are you talking about the Ladines? Ladines. Yeah, yeah. No, that guy's a traitor. Sorry, guys. I'm coughing. I'm coughing. I got allergies. Oh, that's okay. Jerry Moron of Kansas, or Moran, however he says his name. He's one of the Fourth of July traitors. You remember the senators that went on the Fourth of July to Moscow to to do their thing. Okay, next. Mitch McConnell, Rand Paul, traitor. He was called working for Putin by John McCain on the Florida Senate. Not a surprise. John Neely Kennedy, 4th of July trainer. Josh Hawley, this bump, the fister, what, the fister guy. What, <laughs> no, come now. Right? Come now. Insurrection guy. <laughs> yes, uh, he he's, he's clearly a guy that we need on the stand to testify. Steve Daines, 4th of July trader. John Haven, 4th of July trader. James Langford was the guy who was talking on the Senate floor when they stopped all the stuff. He's in on it. He was down, right? Lindsey Graham, John Thune, 4th of July trader. Ted Cruz participated in some capacity in the insurrection. And then Ron Johnson, 4th of July traitor. That's 20 of the 35 that These we know are conflicted and are in. Of course, they're going to vote against yeah. the investigation into them. And they're all getting paid by Putin, probably. And therefore, there's absolutely no reason for them to, to submit to any sort of independent investigation. But it has been a sea change. At least a few weeks ago, they were putting up the pretense that, you know, that they were going to be part of an investigation, that maybe they'd be participating in it. And then Mitch McConnell finally pulled the rug out, you know, a rug out from under everyone this week. And it became pretty obvious that even he is just bought and paid for by whomever. And therefore, we're going to be stuck with a party that is no longer interested in democracy. And that to me is the craziest thing, is a party that is no longer interested in democracy as one of the two parties in the American system. Claude, what do you think of that? I, I think we many people haven't really come to terms with the, that there is no Republican Party. Yeah. People still have this idea that it's like the 1950s. It was, you know, there was this period of time where there was this great, this other, this other party and we had a two-party system. And we can argue about when that period ended, but it clearly has ended. Yeah. And you know, we have the party of Trump. We have the authoritarian party. We don't have a Republican Party. So people are still not, haven't, I don't think a lot of people have come to terms with that. I, I also don't believe that I think a lot of people, a lot of Republicans, they say they, they don't believe the, pre the election was legitimate, but I don't think they actually believe it. I think a lot of Republicans, you know, they simply want to live in a Trump state, in an authoritarian state. And, you know, they know that Trump did not win the yeah, election, they must know. but they, they just, you know, they're not, these aren't necessarily, I don't think we can just paint all 74 million as being morons. I just, that just simply isn't true. That's true. That's very generous of you. There's also, there's a, there was a poll out from Quinnipiac this week where I think it was, it was a significant number because I can't remember it. I won't mention it, but that basically they said that a significant number thought that uh, America was ruled by a bunch of Satanists. And that was like, basically that was yeah, one of the polling 20, questions. Like 20, something like 20% of registered Republicans basically believe in the QAnon structure like that universe wow with with the, with the pedophilia and a satanic ritual or what have you but basically 20 percent of the of today's republican party wow i'll be you're up in elise stefanik's zone in the world what are people what are people oh, thinking about there you know what people think about here they th they do think about um 
First of all, their property value is going up because New Yorkers, there's this exodus that's been happening right. because of the pandemic. And I don't know if that will persist, but it's certainly, it's certainly, I guess it's good for, for the folks around here. But the, the question always is, okay, you sell them, then where do you go? So there's a lot of thinking here about staying, what to do with the community, how to bring more economy in. I don't want to give away really where I am, but it's there's a just as gorgeous, incredible park. And so there's a lot of, this is conservationist land. These are folks who really care about their natural environment around them and preserving it and protecting it. I don't know that Stefanik ever figured that out. <laughs> I was wondering why she certainly ran well, she just ran very different. She was a very different candidate. It, people here don't want any drama. <laughs> they don't. They want something that's just clear and center, and it's not going to mess things up. And we'll work with the governor, maybe help get. They don't want too many tourists. The fact that she was a carpetbagger wasn't didn't go over well. But she got past that, and then she changed. I, I just think when she changed with the last election where all of a sudden it was really a different person. I don't know that the folks here had caught up with that, quite frankly, and also where they were really paying attention to politics. You know, they watch, they're watching the Fox News and they're absorbing all the propaganda without any context from mm. anywhere else, unless they can find Twitter, not, not anyone, many people are on Twitter, or they can, you know, they can find something that provides a context or counter narrative to this propaganda so that they can understand it's propaganda. Nice. This is a big, this is also the big issue is this grand canyon of a gap um, in the knowledge base of a, a vast majority of voters in Republican districts of understanding where they do pay attention to the media, which is not a lot around here, that what they're getting is it's garbage propaganda. yeah just disinformation. it's just garbage yeah, yeah. it's disinformation they, who's telling them that no one's telling them that the, so they're, there's no they're, oh. they're numb to everything else and all they're getting is this propaganda that yeah, they're and they're, they work hard they're busy they work yeah. hard they have issues they have family it's just it's very different. so those, those people are not going to come very over different. we don't think they're going to come over to the real side but at least next year probably not well, joe biden does have all the information at his hands he certainly knows what he's dealing with here <laughs> he does not need to be continuing with the charade I mean, it seems to me as plain as anything that we are wasting a lot of time by like doing this let's go back and forth and discuss infrastructure negotiate let's say you know discuss the voting, the voting right bill it's never going to happen these things are never going to happen it's only it seems to me the only thing that could really happen is the filibuster needs to go this today of 60 percent of the senate being able to be overruled by minority it seems ridiculous this is an independent commission they weren't even it wasn't even that controversial and they could overrule the yeah. majority the filibuster I think it just should be a thing of the past. Really, At least reform. I want to hear what Claude way. has to say about the filibuster and the yeah. Hill and the, the nature yeah. of all of that. I really want to hear your opinion, Claude. Well, I, the I, culture I, around it. I, I certainly I agree that the filibuster has to go, but right now we can't even get rid of that. So we have to deal with the situation that we have. We have you know, Senator Sistema, we have Senator Manchin to, to, who are, are right now, you know, the Biden administration is con constrained by these two senators principally. 
about what they can actually accomplish. Isn't Manchin beginning to get you know, frustrated? I think he must be. One would think. He is, but he's still not willing to walk away from the filibuster. And until he is, the, can we get rid of, should we get rid of the filibuster? Sure. I have an academic argument at this point. Joe right Biden now. be negotiating with them? Should we be continuing this attempted bipartisanship when we know I, I, none of that's happening? Yeah, I think we should pass as much as we can as quickly as we can. can. I think we should, but then you're really, you're negotiating not so much with a Republican majority, the Republican you know, Mitch McConnell on the Republicans, you're negotiating with how much is Joe Manchin willing to sign off on. You know, how big of an infrastructure package is Joe Manchin and, and a senator system are willing to, to, to join the 50 majority in, in the, among the Democrats? Because we are already at the start of an election. I mean, it seems to me like we're about to start electioneering. It's like around the corner for next year. It's Donald never, Trump has announced ending. it never ends. It, it, yeah, it's never it's never ending. The cycles. People talk about the off year, and you know, next year will be an election year. It, it, it's all. I think it's. Uh, largely meaningless at this point. Oh, you have some really good fodder this year for your billboards. Everyone must know your pack is called Mad Dog Pack. And your billboards have been sensational. The current one, which I think you're fundraising for, is around Ted Cruz. Is that correct? Yeah, that's the, the, the newest one. Um, is, is we imagine with his support of the Russian army and Rus Russian state pop propaganda, we imagine Ted Cruz as uh, as Che Guevara. <laughs> there it is. I love it. There it is, Kremlin <laughs> Cruz. Look at him. So that's perfect. Yeah. That's just I'd, I'd support that. Uh, how does one yeah. get get in on this thing? How does uh, how do people get to support just, the Kremlin Cruz billboard? Yeah, just go to maddogpack.com and yeah. hit the donate button. And we also have a lot of merch. We're known for our merch. We you know lots of different things. Gift items, coffee cups, T-shirts, lots of items. You can buy some merch, uh, or you can just make a donation. But that's our, our newest project: is the Kremlin Cruise billboard. And we also Love have it. we have a couple Matt Gates billboards. Oh yeah, you um, do. They, they oh God, uh, Matt Gates. This one was yeah, quite uh, controversial. Yeah, that's so good. I love that. Matt Gates wants yeah, to date one, your child. Yeah, this one. He does. Uh, this one. This one went up about a month ago, and it was it created it was quite a hit for us. It got an enormous amount of Buzz. replay. Yeah. Uh, it was on Seth Meyers, the late night host. You know uh, what? It's funny you should mention that because look know, at this. We've got it right here. Amid reports that he's under federal investigation for sex trafficking, the Liberal Political Action Committee put up a billboard in Florida last week, which features a photo of Congressman Matt Gates with the caption quote Matt Gates wants to date your child, and Gates is furious that they didn't use a better picture. Let me send you some all. Billboards going up all over the Sunshine State. Matt Gates wants to date your child. That GOP Congressman Matt Gates is generating some weird headlines and billboards in Florida as the Justice Department works to determine whether he broke sex trafficking or prostitution laws, but Florida. Amazing. Amazing. Well done. That's a lot of coverage. The middle clip yes. there was from Fox News as well, which is, which is going into enemy territory and placing that there. So that's that's impressive. Um, we just got up. We just our, the last one, the most recent one that we actually put up was last week, which was the McCarthy billboard in Bakersfield. So it's McCoward, McCult, McCarthy. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. That's really good too. At a major intersection off of Highway 99 in Bakersfield. It is, these are great. It's great that there are such awful people because you can turn them into such great billboards. As a party, they've collected a collection of real characters who are just out there beyond belief and also quite criminal in nature. I mean, they're, they're, I've never seen a political party as openly criminal as this one is. 
I, I don't think we ever have. I think some of your other guests can probably speak to that better than I can, but I don't think we've ever had this kind of a collection of villains. Now that summer is almost here and COVID is almost gone, this may be a good time to get some things off your to-do list, like maybe getting life insurance. You know, my mom is really good with finances and she's always telling me, what about life insurance? It's so important. And I can tell you that Policy Genius is a great place to get life insurance because you can compare quotes from over a dozen top insurers all in one place. Why compare? Well, you can save as much as 50% or more of life insurance by comparing those quotes. And you could save $1,300 or more per year on life insurance by using Policy Genius to compare those policies for you. The licensed experts at Policy Genius work for you, not the insurance companies, so you can trust them to help you navigate every step of the shopping and buying process. That kind of service has earned Policy Genius a five-star rating across thousands of reviews on Trustpilot and Google. This is how it works. Getting started is really easy. First, you head to policygenius.com, and in minutes, you can work out how much life insurance coverage you need and compare personalized quotes to find your best price. When you're ready to apply, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and scheduling for you. Policy Genius never sells your information to other companies, and that means you don't have to worry about your privacy and they don't add extra fees. Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get started right now. Policy Genius. When it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. I mean, I'm 57. And I, I think about what I've done in my career and what I regret and what I wish I had done differently. I, I've known a lot of Republicans. I, I just wonder what they think about their personal legacy, not so much just the power. I just wonder sometimes, they're, they're not all of these guys, not, well, the, the ones we're talking about, the Matt Gates and the Kevin McCarthy's, but I'm talking about your, your local realtor who runs for Congress. I, I'm talking about people who weren't necessarily beholden to Putin and the Russians and, and look where they are now. I, I am talking about that 1950s you know, country club Rockefeller Republican that, that I grew up running against in campaigns that I now miss. Yeah. You know, but just I, I just wonder, yeah, I, I just wonder how many of these people really just, just shake their heads and they're, they're in bed with Trump and they're they're having to be associated with a Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's got to be, that's got to be really, how do you associate yourself with, with someone like Marjorie Taylor Greene? With what she's, just what she did today. It's just, I don't know. I don't she's, know. she's a lot. She's a lot to take. Maybe, maybe I give the, maybe I give some of these people too much credit, but I, I got to wonder, some of them must have sleepless nights. The, th the thing that's curious to me is that tactically they had off ramps from Trump, right? Mm -hmm. There were many opportunities in the last, certainly the last two years when reasonable Republicans of the kind that Claude refers to could have banded together and changed horses. The first impeachment, for example, like if they just voted to get rid of him, Pence would have been president in late January, right before the pandemic. Probably he, and I know he was te technically in charge of the response, but maybe if he was actually in charge of the response, fewer people would have died, I'd like to think. And maybe he wins. Maybe he wins a, a, an election against Biden. And certainly they're gone. And then they're, then they're in power and they can say, hey, we did the right thing. This guy's gone. But they didn't do that. And they, they just keep, there's all these moments when they could have, had an off-ramp and they just never took it. They never took the off-ramp. They just, 
It's like they're well, careening their what? cars, speeding towards the the, <laughs> the 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 Thelma and Louise ending there. Yeah. And they keep not taking the exit. And I, it, it, what it tells me is that they have no yeah. choice. They have no free That's will. Right. That they are not in possession of their own willpower. So people are controlling them. They are owned. We've said it many times. I enjoy saying Lindsey Graham is owned because I think it's funny, but it's also sad. And these mm. people are in a position where they cannot do more than what they're doing. I don't think, I think deep down, Lindsey Graham is appalled by all of this. I really oh, do. I wonder if he is. I think he is a, a hostage video and has been for some time. I don't know what they have on him. He looks miserable. He looks like, yeah. you know, he the way that he's demeanor he is looks most drunk. of the time. Yeah, he's let's definitely talk about drunk. it. Definitely. He, um, like he, 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 looks, he, looks, he looks tortured. Yeah, he does. He's also he's also making a lot of money. The truth of it is, if you look at all the, the way that we, these people stay in there, why they stay in there, even with uh, January 6th, is there's all these packs that when they need them, suddenly money flows in and money flows in the form of either direct checks or it flows in through support or whatever. But they know they're safer in that environment than they are in the real world in some ways, because they've got the back of all these huge donors, whoever they might be, whether it's the Koch brothers or whomever, and they, and they all get funneled to them through these kind of middlemen and you never know really who they are. But at the end of the day, they're bought. They're bought. But that doesn't make, necessarily make them miserable. It just makes them bought. Well, well bought, bought, about- bought, is too, bought is too narrow. I don't think bot yeah. encompasses all the ways that they are controlled. Right. Yeah. right. I think about what Greg, yeah, what Greg was articulating, and we can just say it this way, because it's impossible to know <laughs> whether some people we can sort of, you can see, you can, I've used that Warner Brother cartoon analogy on your show before. You can see the silhouette in the wall, even if you weren't there to watch Bugs Bunny run through it. You can right. see the ears, Tim, he's the one who ran through it. So sometimes there's enough, there are enough details and enough evidence just staring us right in the face for to, to make a conclusion. But the bigger thing, if you step back in terms of what we've been experiencing and what we've been witnessing is the corruption of human beings in real time, right mm. in front of our faces. Mm. Yep. And that's a very rare mm-hmm. Experience to witness, and we're kind of witnessing it as an event. It's a mass event of just, you know, going back to Stefanik, right? Of just this is a totally different individual now. And we watched that corruption happen, and she was helpless to it. There's something that's taking them over, whether it's because, yes, Marco Rubio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Claude. Marco Rubio, he's descended into this like Bible quoting a self parody. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mean, he's this, he's virtually, yeah. I never was a particularly big Marco Rubio fan, but he's almost unrecognizable. Yeah. Yeah. And that does he seem is. to be related to actual blackmail material. If you believe the word yeah. in the street, that's basically, that's what people yeah. are saying, that there's real blackmail there. David Packer said just it. The cor- <laughs> he's got it in his vault. It's he much was very more than, clear about yeah, yeah. that. It's more than just corruption. So good. It's like they're vampires. Like it's a mm. vampire movie, and they've been that's bit. Right. Like I watched that show. What is it called? What they do in the shadows. That's like the spoof vampire show. And Jonah Hill's sister is in it, and she's one of the su- uh, supporting characters, and she becomes oh. vampire. And it's just just flashed in my head as you were saying. It looks a little bit like Elise Stefanik, and it's like that. It's like all of a sudden she wakes up and she has to go kill cats and drink their blood. 
-hmm. And that's it. There's no, there's no coming back from that. Once you're, once you're in that lifestyle, you're in that lifestyle for the long haul. And it's until very disturbing kills. until the sunshine kills you. It's very disturbing to watch. I don't know what it will be like when the sunshine kills them. I don't know if that will be disturbing too. There mm. is a sadness to this. Sunshine's going to kill them, though. We mean well. Know, hang be, on. Yeah. Uh, he, 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 here's yeah. the shade. Where the shade yeah. is coming and where they are thriving mm. is from the denial on the other side. Gary Kasparov put out a great, just a three-tweet thread today and it was incredible and it was like the power that these people are being given is from the denial that has swept over the democrats I i'm sorry they're behaving and acting as if they're still in denial about what's happening this is willful authoritarian regime shit <laughs> that they're doing these are big moves that they're making that are from a very well-known established playbook. It's not a mystery. That is why as much as the hard right wants to say, oh, the libs are just on fire. Not many of us are libs. We're people who you've got every single expert, every single uh, person who is well-read at, at the very least, if not an, an expert and an author on authoritarian regimes saying, this is real, this is happening. You have activists from authoritarian regimes. You have people like Gary Kasparov who lived it. You have people at, at the highest echelons of intelligence coming forward for years now going, this is real. This is happening. This is happening. And then you have the Democrats saying, here's my civic response. Let's do this policy. And so that denial, that whatever that, I think it's just so hard for them to conceive because they still say, my colleagues this, my, these aren't your colleagues. These are not your colleagues. You're, <laughs> not, not, you're not on the same, you're not playing the same game. Mm -hmm. They're on a completely different org game. Mm -hmm. And and so it's, it, I don't like the word enemy. I'm not going to use that. But this is, these, what you're, what the Democrats need to understand is they're facing a party that is an adversary to democracy, a willful adversary to democracy at this point. And we need to move and make moves and make choices and decisions understanding that. And we're at this point where shit starts to go real fast now. We're on the other side of the hill and it's gonna go really fast. So we gotta run, we got it, we got it. Speed is just as important as thoughtfulness and understanding and 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 plans of actions it, it's the speed of this thing because of these damn devices right because of the the power of the propaganda which is which is a powerful weapon of war because of that and there's no reason for that mitch i don't know how many times mitch has to pull the football how many times does he have to pull the goddamn football he's still running the senate He's not going to do anything, anything any Democrat or Chuck Schumer thinks he's going to get from any Republican. It is not going to happen. That needs to stop. And we need to start playing a different game. We need to play the save the democracy now game. That's the game. Save it now. Now, by right? all these other things, infrastructure, Green New Deal, climate, now that's just going to happen. If they take it in and a big part of this is just we have to really 
enforce our democracy where we have power. We have power in the vote. We have power in executive orders. We There are places where we have real power, right? The Department of Justice so and the Department the of The power of the Department of Justice, the power of the Treasury. These are the fact that Cohen Watnick is still in intelligence is an abomination. He's not still the there. power of clean. Is he, still there? he is. Yes. Oh, wow. Clean the house. At least 83 that it's time to establish a direct contact with Donald Trump. An insurrection, an attempted overthrow of the federal government. Accidental leak, non-intentional, of a laboratory that was doing research on these viruses. The vast majority of those people never imagined for one moment they were effectively participating in the concealment of child abuse, but they did. Rudy is probably in violation of a faro law. If they sleep around is not the crime, they make sure these girls are underage. Tonight's show is brought to you by Helix Sleep, and they have a special offer for narrative viewers. I've heard it from so many people. The one thing that's changed since January is their sleep. Not waking up worrying about what the president might have done or said or tweeted makes the world of a difference. I don't think I had a good solid night's sleep in four years. And it wasn't only the president. My 10-year-old mattress, which started life as a 12-inch foam mattress, had shrunk to an 8-inch mattress, and getting out of bed was often more of a slide than a bounce. It was time for a new mattress. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for somebody else? Changing the course of a country can take a village. Changing the course of your sleep 